Everybody, we are back again this lovely week of foolishness, but this is Mega Sheen, and we're here to talk about it. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Back for another week of, you know, like Victor said, the foolishness. the foolishness. Thank you all for listening and coming back for another show. Yes. Victor, how are you doing? I am doing good. It is very sunny in California now, so we're really in we're full effect, and we're happy about it. How about you? Especially you, because you got to hug up with my with my boo, which I didn't appreciate, but that's okay. You got to be around Theo, his sexy self. And, yeah. And the so penguin this, guy, he was cute too. I didn't right. Know. right. So this past weekend, me and uh, my partner went to our local Comic Con, mm-hmm. which was fun. You know, it was like. I think through the whole weekend, maybe at least 14,000 folks okay. passed through the doors. And we uh, we met, well, I met Theo Rossi. Mm-hmm. I met Zach Callison Ooh. from Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. And yes. I met uh, Robin Lord Taylor. Yes. Um, Theo is more attractive in person. I bet like, he is. He looks like it. I bet he smells good, too. And he's a talker. Hmm. Like, me and him were talking. I was like, let me get a bone out of this line. Because it's like the line was so long. I was like, I don't want to bother this man any further. Um, Robin Lord Taylor, he's short. He's such a short little thing. <laughs> um, and he was cool. Yeah. Uh, Zach was also cool. And I think Zach had his dad okay. uh, with him. Because I think he's maybe 19. Okay. Maybe Maybe I'm putting him, give him, give him a little older, but yeah, he's a young little guy, but he was nice. And uh, if you haven't started, uh, you need to watch Steven Universe. This is such an adorable little show. Um, but that was my weekend. That's good. I mean, again, you were with Theo, and he just looks so, so tasty. We shouldn't be talking about it like that. But he knows he's a good-looking man, and he needs to celebrate that. Y'all, if y'all are good-looking, y'all need to be celebrated, and y'all shouldn't be ashamed. But it seems like nobody's ashamed of being celebrated. So um, you were lucky. Hopefully he'll be at WonderCon or Comic-Con, and I'll be on my best behavior. Oh, and I got some news that uh, they are supposed to start shooting uh, second season of Luke Cage here in the next couple of months. Um, so, you know, I try to try to yeah. hone in my interview skills. You try to get some scoops. Yeah, that's Yeah, good. I try to get some scoops. That's yeah. What, that's what it's all about. We try to get some scoops here, let y'all know what's going on. So, yeah, that's good to know because I'm looking forward for another season. I'm looking forward to see what he's up to as Shades and what Misty Knight's up to. And I mean, of course, look. But, you know, we, we all are looking forward to what Misty's going to do and, and what um, Mariah has in store because she showed out in this series. <laughs> uh, my favorite right. part was she called when she called Misty a trick. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I had to get up and go. She said, she said, is that all you got? Is that all you got, trick? I'm like, okay, this is too black for me. I'm like Alfred, calm down. <laughs> oh Lord, but. Um, but yeah, the, well, I didn't have a big festival weekend as you did. I did laundry, but it was nice. It was nice weather and everything. And then I was contemplating what I want to do with my life, which is weird. I think when you get older, you start thinking about what you really want to do. And maybe some people are thinking about it, you know, in their 
late 20s or 30s, but I know it's like, okay, what do I really want to do? Um, so that's been in my head for so I don't know why. It's been really, really haunting me. I don't know. To the point that now I'm like, every time I see Viola Davis, I'm, I'm, I'm tearing up. Don't ask me why. So that's why I think I'm going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> I can't believe she was here at, at, in Kentucky, and yeah. I didn't get a chance to see her. I was so upset. Well, I mean, there'll be plenty of times, and hopefully she'll be in, you know, maybe more cons, you know, as she continues to maybe play. Maybe she can come to WonderCon. Yeah. I mean, not WonderCon, well, WonderCon and Universal FanCon. Yeah, I mean, if she gets a chance, she can come talk about being Amanda, because we would love, you know, we would love to see, I would love to see a movie just her being Amanda. That's all. Yeah, like her origins. Amanda's yeah. the origins. That's that all. Cool. Yeah, that's all. Oh, we can have her go through a mission. We don't need the other people. Just, just call it the wall. And then it's like Amanda. And we'll be like, okay, we're in it for that. And that's it. That's all. <laughs> we don't need nothing right. else. <laughs> but let's get into our tea because we have plenty of tea. Um, so this week, let's see. Let's, let's just go ahead and start with Iron Fist because... <laughs> Right. Soon as we finished, be... soon as we finished last week, the reviews came out the next day. <laughs> oh lord! Yeah, they were not. They were not too nice about it. No, they really. <laughs> well, it's not funny, but it is funny. Um, because you know we we here for Leah. Well, no, oops, we here for Lewis. So we're we are, we we and, and for Colleen Wing. So we we try to keep you know, spirits up. But these reviews were just horrible to the point they were saying things like don't do it he's the worst part of the show now most people saw the first six episodes and they were judging from that so it feels like we don't really get to see lewis until maybe after those six but because nothing was mentioned about him but they really they just didn't like how the story was pacing and they really didn't like finn so right yeah i read a couple of and it was not just one or two reviewers that were giving them a bad, uh, bad scores. It was the majority, <laughs> if not everybody. Yes. There was one uh, from uh, Morgan Jeffrey of Digital Spy. He said uh, Finn <laughs> uh, resembled a gap year student who no. went traveling in Thailand, <laughs> got a tattoo, indulged in some substances, and thinks he's found enlightenment. And that took me down. Um, another one from The Verge, uh, Kwame Opam. He said Danny comes across as a college student coming home from studying abroad, perplexed as to why no one gets his newfound love of yoga. And it's just like, (laughs) how do you, and that's not even the bad part. Like they, I've heard they mess up on the martial arts of Iron Fist. I'm like, how do you, if your show is based on martial arts, how do you mess up those fight sequences? And then how... And again, it's hard when you look at Lewis Tan, any any of his videos. He just re- he just released a, a a video short today or a film short today on his Instagram. By the way, um, when you look at any of his videos, you just like this. And y'all chose, okay, it's it's hard. Right. And then you see this. I lucked out and saw two episodes because I know the right gaze in his town. <laughs> so I got to see two episodes. I'm gonna say this. They probably should have watched this first and then maybe went back and fixed some pieces. You know, I think Suicide Squad had to go back and add in some pieces or whatever. They probably should have done a little bit of that because... Mm, yeah. It's it's and, it's something. 
and then him explaining, oh, you shouldn't judge it right now if you haven't seen it. But, okay, so let's think about this. Let's use some critical thinking skills. If you put out first six episodes, you are then wanting people to judge what you put out, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad if I'm judging you and I don't like it because that doesn't make any kind of sense. Mm-hmm. You know, yet sure, all forms are, are are objective to a certain extent, but when the resounding answer from all critics is a no, then you've got a big hop of shit on your hands. Yeah. And then he was saying, oh, I blame Trump for the negative views. I was like, where is his PR? Yeah, who who is, who is where's your publicist? And what else, what's going on here? I, I think because he's not like a great age star, he's not, he doesn't have that complete backing. But a part of me will think that since he's part of Marvel, he will have their backing. You know, like, we're going to tell you to do this and we're going to tell you to say that. I just never, I have not seen such foolishness come out of one person like he's talking about you know talking about how danny is a virgin and how like that added anything to the story i'm like what is going on here then he's saying that uh, what you were saying like you know don't judge this and you know it's it wasn't made for the critics it's made for the fans well these are fans who are actually critics these are fans who love comic books a lot of these people who are reviewing it love comic books who has and the access to do Iron it? Fist. Yeah, who have the access to do it? I mean, these are coming from comic book, you know, pages and blogs and what have you. So don't don't discredit them. But it just seems, from what I saw and what I'm getting, it's just a little bit much. And it's almost like if you're going to do this, they should have done it right. I know people are going to still watch because I do believe there may be that weird, you know, mix of, well, because people hated it so much, I'm going to watch it. So they, they'll probably benefit a little bit from that. But I I don't want to say this might be the big miss for Marvel, but it, it's just not going in the right direction that other Marvel projects have gone into so far. It's looking like a big miss. And, you know, what was it? You had Daredevil, you had Jessica Jones, you mm-hmm. had Luke Cage. Three out of four ain't bad. That's yeah, you know. It's still a seventy five percent. So I mean, I mean, and they'll still have people there. You know, they'll still have an audience. They'll probably still do good numbers. You know, so yeah, they'll do decent. But don't I know for damn sure I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. Because I have other stuff to do. <laughs> you know, like mop. He said mop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just. The it's one thing to make a bad a bad series, but it's a whole nother thing to like this advertising and then this publicity stunts because that's what they are. These publicity stunts that he's doing, and it feels like, like you said earlier, that Marvel is not keeping him under wraps. It it just seems like they almost want him. To suffer so they could do a, a reboot, mm-hmm. a hard reboot on it. Oh, no. I don't know. Well, you know what? You know, again, y'all, we'll see how Iron Fist pans out because it, it, it premieres this week, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but, um, you know, watch it for yourself, see what you think, and we'll talk about it again. Um, but I want Finn to have a seat and just keep his mouth closed. 
Right. What else besides Game of Thrones has he been in? He hasn't had like this big illustrious kind of career, has he? Mm, no, no. That's why I'm thinking he's not used to it. You know, like a Viola or, you know, um, a Michael P, you know, a Michael B. Jordan. Like, you know, they, they bit in it. They would have, they would know what to do and what to say. They wouldn't like panic or run away from Twitter. They just probably would have been like, okay, I'm, I'm just done talking. Then I'll come back tomorrow. You know, like something like that. So I just feel like that, you know, because of this, this train of foolishness is happening with him, it's just really tainting the show. So. I, uh, yeah. He's going to have to sit up, have a seat. Yeah. And, you know, that's okay. You can take an L this week. That's okay. So, that's okay. <laughs> he, he can. This is a learning process for him. So, this is probably good for him. Right. Look at that way. All right. We're going to move on from Finn Fist to, speaking of Game of Thrones, um, they had everybody watching A Block of Ice last week <laughs> to see what to date. <laughs> So basically what they did to promote the, the season premiere or the date of the season premiere for season seven, they um, had it under a block of ice. And once they melted the ice, you get to see the date. So the date will be July the 16th. Um, you get to see the new season. This will be uh, one of the shorter seasons, but I think next season will be the final season. But um, apparently this is going to be the big season. And for some reason, Ed Sharon is in the season. I hope he dies in it. But, um, no, I shouldn't be hateful for this boy, but he's going to be in it. It's going to be very interesting to see the season because there's a lot supposed to go down. So season seven, July 16th, um, be there to see it. I don't watch Game of Thrones because I don't have HBO. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to hook me up, you know, <laughs> let me let me know. But everybody's saying... Every, like everybody that I've talked to said that you would enjoy, I would enjoy it, but I just I, I, th- I can't pay for another would. stream service. I, I, I probably would. I just don't want to spend the money. Yeah, my cheap ass. No, I get that because you know I'm about to let cable go. So, but I'm trying to get. I will have HBO now, so I'm going to make sure I have it regardless. But um. Yeah, it, it, like you know, I'm looking forward to it. Last season was a really good season. There's a lot that's supposed to go down, so we're gonna see what's going on. There's a lot of talk with the dragons and and who's gonna fight for what. So I'm I'm here for it. I did not read the books, so I have no idea what's gonna happen. So I'm excited. It should. And why is it only six episodes? Mm, you know, part of me wants to say because most of the cast are busy in other films and stuff. So I get it. You know, you got. What's her name? Who's Jean Grey? Who's Sophie Turner? Yeah, who's well supposed to be in? The, well, I don't want to talk about that right now. And then, right, uh, them you know, some of them are other films and movies, and so you know they have to kind of play around those schedules. So maybe that's why we got these short, this short season to come. Hmm. Well, say I mean, lucky. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a huge cast, so of course you know it's going to be hard to do everything. So I get that, but. Hopefully it'll still be good, and I will be watching. Right, must hope. <laughs> Let's see, and then we got oh, so this trailer dropped out of nowhere, and now I'm obsessed with it. Atomic Blonde. Um, this trailer is something else. It has Shirley, uh, Charlize Theron. She's the lead in it. It just looks like it's gonna be a kick-ass movie. I don't know. Do you get a chance to see the trailer? 
I did get to see a tra- the trailer, and it reminded me of some kind of anime mm-hmm. that I maybe watched a while ago, like 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks very interesting, and it has her making out with, I believe her, because I think she's an assassin or mm-hmm. some kind of mercenary. And one of the targets that she's supposed to be taking out, she ends up making out with her. Basically, she sleeps with her. Uh, there's a lot of blood, a lot of acrobatic action. It looks pretty cool, and yeah. I like Charlize. Yeah, and it, it looks like something that, you know, will just... It, it's that type of movie that will probably really get my attention, like really keep me, you know, into it when I go see it. That's how I felt about Kill Bill. It gives me a little Kill Bill vibe to it. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That and a little bit of salt... A little bit of um, Eon Flux. Like, I'm getting all of that from this. And I was like, look at Charlie's trying to make sure she's trying to remind everybody that she can still do all this. So, I'm right. here for it's, it. Speaking of salt, where's our uh, salt too? <laughs> I would like the second salt to be salt and pepper or <laughs> sodium times two or sodium to the second power. I need that salt too to Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I haven't seen Salt in a while, but I, I kind of like, I think I liked it. I think I enjoyed it, so yeah. I did enjoy it, especially that that uh, black wig with the bangs mm-hmm. that Angelina was work, uh, rocking. I was like, come on, Angelina. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. These type of movies when you have like these, these badass women who are assassins, they give you wigs, they give you looks. They give you looks and drag looks for life. So I feel like, <laughs> you think about it, I think a lot of the other of of the girls are stealing these looks from these action women. So I feel like that. So all you drag queens, I know y'all getting these looks from all of these uh-huh. assassin women, all you know, all this, the Baroness, everybody y'all getting all these looks. And that's okay, right. but I don't blame you because I would do it too. Like, Because, you know, you want to look bad. Like, you, I'm going to go over here and tell this, tell this hoe that I got your man and your daddy too. Like, you want to have that type of look. <laughs> At the, you know, so that's what she's giving because like I like this poster. I like that, you know, the this blonde. Not because I like blonde hair like white people, but I like that the way it looks with the sunglasses. It gives this look on this poster like something else. But I also like a, I like a good black bob, like a smooth black nasty bob. They just give you all types of cuts in your mouth. Like, I like that, that look. That se- severe-ass cut, that Vidal Sassoon-ass, mm-hmm. asymmetrical Bob, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, if we get, we need to get some of these black, you know, black women as assassins doing some stuff, because that will be neat, because you know they'll be having some good smooth wigs, smooth cuts, flips, mm-hmm. everything. That's what I want. <laughs> I need a movie with Taraji P. Henson. Uh-huh. Denai Guerrera and Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o as a three assassins. Yeah. Fighting something. Well, they, they had to join together to fight something. And, you know, it's probably like some white privilege something and they have to go fight it. And they give you all <laughs> types of looks and outfits and lines and fight moves, you know. Right. <laughs> Speaking of fight moves really quick, this was Buffy's 20th um, um, anniversary this year. And last week was the premiere Last Friday was the premiere of the of the Buffy series, and a lot of the kids were talking about how like they learn how to fight and learn how to serve looks and everything because of Buffy. So you know it's really interesting to think about you know the kids and the girls 
getting their looks and fight skills from watching Buffy, you know? So I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Did you ever watch Buffy? I didn't watch Buffy because I didn't like uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, my God. For some reason, I still don't like her, and I don't know why. why? It's just some, I love her. some unbiased, some foolishness that I just, I don't know. I need to, I need to revisit Buffy. Um, I like the movie more. Oh, than the series but then again i haven't seen the series so you know my opinion is altered and skewed <laughs> but i need to i really need to see buffy and find out what the hell y'all saw in that because at first glance i didn't see it because you know everybody loves you know everybody mostly everybody most people in our timeline loves it so yeah yeah i do need to ah, there's so much shit i need to catch up on it's not even funny <laughs> it's it's crazy yeah, let's see. What else do we got on this tea? Oh, well. Um, so the Wonder Woman trailer dropped this weekend. Um, everybody was anticipating it. Um, this was this was actually a good trailer. Um, it had a lot to offer in it. My only, my only f- complaint is this thing about her not finding out who she really is. And I really... They're going to talk about her being probably the daughter of Zeus, and I don't want that because that's not what she originally is. Um, She was not the daughter of Zeus. She was born of clay, blessed by the gods. So maybe they may talk about her being blessed by the gods, but I hope they don't go by this whole Zeus thing. Um, I didn't like the sword of, well, the the god killer, the sword, because I'm like, again, Wonder Woman never needed a sword. Um, But, I mean, I liked the trailer. I was really into it. I love that um I think her name Ann Wolf is playing is playing Artemis. And if you don't know who Artemis is, Artemis um if you saw um Wonder Woman the animated movie, Artemis was the redhead played by Rosario Dawson who voiced her. Um who is and also she was Wonder Woman at one point in the comic book series. But instead of the redhead white woman from um Egypt, <laughs> that's where she was from, is played by um, known boxer and wolf, which I, 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 I co-sign, I co-sign that. Yeah, I think the trailer, I, I like the majority about the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I didn't like, uh, the accents were kind of off to me. I don't know why they went that way as far as an Irish-ish sounding accent. It, it just seems unnecessary mm-hmm. and speaking of unnecessary i don't think uh steven trevor needs to be in the movie uh, he was he's just like why are you there you know <laughs> and it, well, he's played by what chris pine yeah and well, granted well, as attractive true. as chris yeah. pine is it's just like why is he necessary to further along the story well, he's supposed to help her find her 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 humanity, which I don't like that either, because I feel like that she she learns she is a human person, and it's just like she's not like some weird warrior that just has no feelings. Um, so I mean, if if fans fans who have read the George Perez um, run of Wonder Woman knows that she comes in full of heart, always trying to find a peaceful way to do it. I really hope that they don't really go this warrior route with her because that's not who she really is but you know we will see when this movie comes out which is coming out june 2nd which is not too far from now so yeah and 
we will definitely be doing a, a review about it. We really will. We'll have to have a roundtable of that because that's just that's just right. a lot. Now, in the comics, were Steve and Diana like an item? Now, in the in the Golden Age, yes. Silver Age, yes. When they redid it in '87, or I think it's '87, no. He was a little bit older than she was, um, uh-huh. but she did meet a Trevor, uh, who was a black man that she had a very big crush on. Um, um, but they were not in that run, and not really in the horrible run in fifty, the horrible fifty-two run. Um, but they kind of returning to that, and this new run, which is which is phenomenal by Grant Rocca. Um, so. Um, in this one, yes, but um, in the past, not so much. Yeah, I don't want them to go the route as she needs to be saved by this man. You know, mm-hmm. like she's the daughter of Hippolyta. She's too much for him, honestly. That's mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like Trevor was more interesting in. Because I never read the Wonder Woman comics. I've only know about Trevor through Justice League, the series. And I thought he was more interesting in Justice League, the series, than what they're trying to do now mm-hmm. with him and the movie. But, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just want I just want this movie to be, I mean, we all have our, you know, our picks and pulls of this movie. And we want it to be great. Um, there was, but it was interesting. There was a lot of feedback about Anne being a boxer and not an actress, and I found that very interesting because I was like, "Why are y'all making a big deal?" I mean, it's not she's it's not like it's, she's gonna have a lot of speaking roles in this. Um, it's, it's not about Artemis in this movie. This is the this is the origin of Wonder Woman. It'd be a lot about her. So I I, I felt like some of the fans were giving some heat. Which was funny because those type of fans who happen to be white um, really gave a lot of heat about this, and I'm like, are you mad because she's a black woman, or are you really are, are you really mad about that versus the fact that she's not an actress? Because <laughs> I was like, that's not right. Like, a lot of people, a lot of so-called non-actors have come from different genres. I mean, Mila Jovovich was a model before she was a full-time actress. So the Rock, that kind of yeah, The Rock. So that kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean, yeah, yeah, that kind of reasoning is really not a reason. No, I felt I just felt like they were just really being ridiculous, and you know, some people were like, "Well, I really want the movie to succeed." I'm like, well, okay, but the, but Artemis is not going to sink the movie. <laughs> I was like, "That's not going to sink the movie." So why are you making such a big ass deal over nothing? So. I was done with that, but you know I'm happy there is a black woman in there. I I do know that Philippus, who is basically her like another mother to her, um, who is also a prominent black woman, a prominent a prominent black Amazon, is also in the movie. So I I can't wait to see how all this plays out. I'm just ready for the movie to come out, or you know for Warner Brothers give us a free pass so we can see it early. Hint, but um, you know something to where we can see this movie because I'm so excited for it. I mean, it's a long time coming, so. I do think that this is going to help DC as far as their movies. Mm-hmm. 
Because they, they're just in some mess right now. You Ben Affleck really don't want to be in the Batman movie, and they don't know who's going to do what. And then, I think you, I don't know if you saw, but they already talking about Man of Steel 2 as if Man of Steel 1 was something we wanted in the first place. Well, I mean, let's not have all that bad juju up in here. <laughs> but they trying to. They trying to. But some good juju is happening over in... The other Marvel Universe, not the Marvel Universe, but the other Marvel Universe, um, because Deadpool has found a domino, and it is the beautiful Zazie Beats. I saw this, and I was like, that's that's a good pick, because mm-hmm. uh, earlier there was rumors that Kerry Washington was uh, up for the role, and then it was Janelle Monet that was rumored to be up for the role, and then, what was it, last Thursday, I want to say, it dropped that uh, she had gotten the role, which I think is a good pick, and I hope that she she brains. Uh, hopefully, she just cusses the Deadpool out relentlessly throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, they have. Um, yeah, they have an interesting relationship in the comics, you know, because you know they both are a little wacky at, at times. She's a, little, she's a little more serious than he is, but she has her streaks and she has a very rich history. So I, I'm, I, I, I want to see where they go with this. Right. And I know she's worked with, in the comics, uh, Domino has worked with Cable more than mm-hmm. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. So I'm still interested who they pick for Cable. I've heard that it's supposed to be Pierce Brosnan, which I cannot see at all. I can't and the, the only person I see playing Cable is Stephen Lane. That's all I see, too. And, you know, I think we talked about this before. He just fits the role. I mean, if y'all seen Don't Blink, he was... I'm telling y'all, this man is... he He's older, but Lord, he's... I still have a crush on him. I've had a crush on this man since um, Band of the Hand. So, he has this look. And if you don't know about Band of the Hand, y'all need to Google it. I think you can watch it on YouTube, actually. That's when I first fell in love with him. Um, but he... He looks like Cable to me. He he comes across like Cable. His body is sickening. They they really need to like pull him off this unnecessary Avatar movie set and just say, "Right, you are Cable." Aren't they? Aren't the Avatars like delayed? I heard they are. They just I don't know why they even trying to do them. Nobody's asking for this. Nobody's asking for another Avatar. The, the jig is up. We know what the, we don't want to see a Pocahontas in space. So, right. That's what it basically. It's somebody said it was dances with the wolves, but with blue people. That's what it is. I got felt bamboozled when I saw it. I I never forget. I I didn't go to the theater because I refused. But then I saw it. I think it was an option on the plane or something, and I saw it, and I was like, "This is what y'all was all." I'm going to go see it three times. I'm like. <laughs> Like, y'all bitches are stupid. Like, I'm like, go see, I saw that once, and that's all I needed to know. It had the nerve to be all that long. I'm like, damn, I, I could have had a V8. Yeah, I could have had a man. You know, I'm saying with that whole point. Well. <laughs> could have done all types of stuff. Could have, you know, who knows, for this movie. But anyway, Zazie got this role, and I'm really surprised about it. And you know, some folks, as always, got something to say. And I was like, um, first of all, Domino has been not white, but 
pale. So we don't know what her real race is. She could be if albino. any. She could be yeah, she could be albino for all we know. We I mean, it doesn't really matter. She could have been a black woman then her mutant thing kicked in and then she became pale. Like you you don't know that. We don't know uh-huh. that. Like like we didn't know what powder really was. You remember powder? <laughs> oh, that movie was oh that movie was good. It was good. And I feel sorry for him too. I always thought that he would have been like the mutant that they would have to go and get to bring back to Xavier, you know, because he was just this right. odd situation. But you know, I'm just like, let's just let this. Uh, I don't want to hear about the fact that she's. Who cares? It's she is Domino, and right. we're all here for it. I always thought that Domino was. I I always felt that she was a person of color, maybe mm. like Latino. Yeah. I always thought that she wasn't white, and I, I don't have anything to base that off of. I, it was just how they portrayed her to be. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, well, I never thought she was white. Her name, her real name is Navina. Uh, I mean, Navina, let me go make sure I got that right, because her, her name to me sounds ethnic, and <laughs> because her real name is Nina Thurman. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, it's why I asked, why do you think that sounds, I said, that sounds like a black girl's name, like Nina Thurman, like, right. it is spelled N-E-E-N-E-A. I'm like, okay, that's how, you know how I'm saying that. That does sound a little ethnic. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's why I was thinking, this Nina Thurman, that sounds like somebody, that sounds like somebody on your block. <laughs> right. I'm going down to Nina's to get some sugar. Right, tell Nina to give me uh, a box of Yaki and a box of Remy. That's what I'm yellow. saying. <laughs> <laughs> you said yellow. So yeah, Nina sounds ethnic, black, however you want to say it. So anyway, I trust them with this movie, so you know I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad that she got cast. I, I love her in Atlanta. Her hair is my hair goals. So I'm glad for her. I'm happy for her. Right, everybody on that show is just winning. Yeah, that's it so, is. that's really cool. That's that's awesome. You know, and it's sad that we have to wait. You know, until the end of life for the next season, but um, we still have the first season that can carry us through, and we got other shows to watch until then. So get them coins, y'all. Yeah, you know, get that. Be successful. Show everybody, prove everybody wrong. Um, so yeah, that you know, we're happy about that, and we're looking forward for more on Zazie in this role. I want to see her costume and everything else, so I'm excited to see that. I can't wait till the trailer drops. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But speaking of talking about race and everything else, we didn't, I didn't put this on the marker, but I noticed that they posted a group read pick of The Gifted. That's the new X-Men TV show. And it's called uh-huh. Gifted. Now, if you saw it, it looked very pale in that room. Now, there are four people of color in there, but they are, one of them is a light-skinned black person who is, he was in the game and I, his name is slipping me right now. But then there was just like, the way it looked, I was like, okay, this is the X-Men and we got, this room is just really bright, really bright. So, I don't know, I mean, and I, I think we posted it on on uh, on our Twitter, so you can probably see it on the Megasheen Twitters. But my goodness, I have no no thrills for this show. I I actually I don't know why, but I'm kind of more than well, I'm a bit more optimistic 
because of who they have as cast. I know that they have, uh, oh, uh, they have the woman who played Mulan and Once Upon a Time, yeah. uh, Chung. Yeah. They have uh, a Jenny. lot of different other diverse characters, but mm-hmm. with not only Brian Singer directing the first episode, but he's, I think he's an executive producer of the show too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, what? He's yeah. always got his hand in it. And I mean, girl, it's mm-hmm. time to let go. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we have Blink, we do have Thunderbird, we do have, we do have a Native American uh, person in this. Um, we also have a black person in it. I don't. His role is not really. I don't think his role is like something familiar. Um, and we have Pol- Polaris, who so she's a white woman, but still she's a very popular character. Um, and you have Amy Acker. So therefore, if you're fans of anything of Joss Whedon, you know Amy very well. She was Fred and Angel. Um, so. Um, you know, again, we'll just we'll probably know more about it as we get closer to the deeper cons, as they like Comic Con or whatever. We'll probably hear more about the show, but um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm not really. That I'm excited. sure they'll have a uh, a panel, especially at uh, San Diego. Yeah, and I'll be sitting there right there with my tea, ready to hear what they're gonna try <laughs> to do with this. Do <laughs> well, we have anything else in Aunt May's tea on this tea table? I'm good. I don't think we have anything else for today. All right. Well, I, I know as soon as we say something, tonight, something's going to go down. But um, I think we're done. We're going to put these tea cups up, and then we'll be right back. Hey, this is Steph Firewell. Join me by Weekly at the Lemonade for all things nerdy and geeky, giving you all the sweet and sour notes from the nerd world, as well as my own special commentary to make this blend lemonade just right. Follow the Lemonade at Audio Boom, SoundCloud, Podbean at the Points of Interest Network, and I'll see you guys soon. All right, so we are back, and we're going to give y'all some good tips today for our King Size issue. Um, now, we are very aware of what it is to go to a con. And a lot of the times, and I kind of mentioned this way back, um, there's things you just don't even think about when you go to a Comic-Con. How to prepare for it, what you're doing, how much money to take. So we're going to spend some time really talking about how to prepare for a con. Exactly. I think one of the biggest, since um, con season is approaching, and I just went to a con, one of the biggest things that you need is patience. Mm -hmm. You know, the lines are going to be long. It's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be some pushing, uh, inadvertently pushing uh, towards getting through the lines and seeing all of the uh, exhibits seeing all the stars there so just take your time know that you're going to see them be patient you know and just relax Mm -hmm. that's one of my biggest things another is let's see um money make sure you budget how much you're going to spend throughout the entire con um I usually, when uh, before we went, 
I tried to look up prices for photographs, tried to budget how much I wanted to spend on merchandise as far as hats and posters and all that jazz. Um, just know that if you if you have a budget, try to stick to it. Mm-hmm. And if you can eat somewhere else, because, you know, food is twice as much at the con versus somewhere, you know, maybe down the street, budget that in too, because they always like to mark up prices on the food. Yeah, and I, and I, I would highly second that, um, especially when it comes to money. Um, when we go to a huge, like when I go to a huge con, and that's the San Diego Comic Con every year, you really have to budget for that. So if you're planning to go on like one of the huge ones, um, really plan for that because I'm telling you, I think you need to at least have a thousand dollars saved up for that. And this is why I'm telling you this because you have to think about where you're gonna stay. If you don't have a friends or family that you're staying with, think about where you're gonna stay because you have to take care of those rooms. Also, yes, the food piece. You would need to go. What I always do when I go to San Diego Comic Con is. Like, one of the hotels I used to stay at uh, was in the Hotel Circle, which was across the street from Target and everything else. If I wanted to eat or whatever, I will wait till I get back to the hotel and then go across the street and go to Outback (laughs) or Ruby's and eat something and then go to Target to pick up snacks um, just to carry with me throughout the day. So I'll pick up, you know, protein bars or whatever. Snacks just to have, or snacks just to have in the the, um, hotel room. So you wouldn't find yourself always like, oh, my God, I have to eat something. You can have, like, your snacks in the room. So therefore, you can be eating something before you spend a lot of money on food. But make sure you have snacks with you while you're there because it's, it's, it's a lot of long hours. You're in the lines. You're trying to get stuff, and you're going to get hungry, and it will be tempting to pay $12 for that pretzel that normally is just $2. So you need to really think about that also think about some of the exclusives that comic cons have so if you are like me i I always get the gym dolls um that are comic con exclusive so therefore that's 150 dollars already gone and then you know something else that may pop up um that i may want i'll go ahead and pay for that so i always try to make sure that i have at least 300 dollars because i would do this i would sometimes buy a gym doll and then buy another one but I will sell that one immediately on eBay, and that will usually pay because people will buy it because they they can't you can't get this dollar you're there. That will pay for everything or pay for mostly my entire trip. But if you want to do something like that, um, you do have to have that extra money to do that as well. And also make sure um, when you have all this money that you just kind of have a a, a backup plan because you may lose. Um, your wallet, um, your car may be compromised because sometimes your credit cards do get compromised at cons. So be aware of that. Cause sometimes somebody is always like using that those new scanners now that they can get your information. So be aware that that could happen to you. So have a backup plan just in case. Exactly. Uh, also, phone chargers, you know, those are necessary um have if you're taking pictures have your stuff together you know you don't want to if you're trying to take pictures with some of the celebrities that you meet you don't want to have your camera somewhere else or you know you left it in the room Mm -hmm. so cosplay what do you have you ever cosplay at a con i have it um but i do know that's a lot of work yeah i've seen some 
I remember a couple of years ago here at Lexington's Con, we saw a a Megazoid, and I think he was completely made out of cardboard. Mm-hmm. And it literally it took up the whole row when you walked down the aisles. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it was like making that and transporting that from point A to point B. So if you're going to do cosplay, be smart about how you're transporting that stuff because a lot of those especially if you're doing professional cosplay or trying to do like a cosplay contest Mm -hmm. those pieces you don't want to get any of those pieces damaged yeah so make sure that you are aware of that make sure that you kind of realize that you're going to be in this all day so if you are making these outfits, make them comfortable if you can. Um, think about the bathroom, how many times you go into the bathroom. Think about when you're sitting down or walking through a very crowded space. Um, plan them well. I mean, and I'm not a cosplayer, so y'all can, I mean, y'all can come back at me with this. But personally, if I was going to wear something like a big, like if I was going to be um, Soundwave, like the Transformer Soundwave, I would do that on a Sunday where it's not that many people there or at the end of the day where I may spend half the day if I'm close enough, maybe myself, but then at the end of the day, the last two or three hours, I may come in this costume. One, because it'll be less um, traffic. Two, I can get more pictures. And you might get more people take, you know, more people getting those last minute, you know, Twitter things. So they might get you out, get you, you know, more public, more out there um, because people are getting those last minute clicks. Um, and it might be more comfortable for you because you've done everything you want to do. You bought your comics or you bought all the stuff you wanted to buy. So you may want to spend the last couple hours just walking around in your new outfit. Or not your new outfit, but you're in your cosplay. So think about it that way, that you may want to spend the majority of doing what you wanted to do in the first place. But if you really want to do those big costumes, I think, I think you should wait to the end of the day to where you can actually enjoy being seen versus like you're trying to do multiple things trying to go to this panel or trying to do whatever else pick that day where it's not anything that you really want to see or you've done everything or it's less traffic and then just go for it right and another thing fellas if you're doing a skin tight bodysuit please learn how to tuck you can't go out i don't want to see spider-man's moose knuckle <laughs> down the, down the aisle when he's not supposed to be pushing box like <laughs> that distracts from the what you're trying to do i know it's it's just clean it up just clean it up yeah <laughs> it may it, you know I, I know some of you might well some of y'all, I mean, it may work for some of you, but you know, be aware that you know, even if the wind blows, your business will be showing. So unless you're right. not, unless you're trying to show off, make sure you have something to show off. But also be aware that there's kids around too. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> kids do go to this as well. Uh, also, when it comes to um, again, go back with the patience piece. Realize that it's not about you. This is a thousands of people who are coming in they're trying to see all their favorite things and all the things they want to do so don't take it personal when people bump you or something happens where it's very crowded it is what it is it is very busy so 
just be aware of that and just be aware that it's going to be some bumpy times and just be like, hey, you know, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm good. Don't try to start a fight. There's people who get really, really mad. I'm like, it's crowded. This is going to happen. Somebody's going to bump into right. it. It just happens. So be aware of that. And people, people will fuck up and think it's the source awards and start a, <laughs> start want to throw uh, haymakers at folks. I know. Like, it's not that deep, y'all. This is not WWF. Things happen. Mistakes happen. Um, now, you know, don't just don't do stupid stuff to where you may land some hands on you. Like, don't don't do like this one people that they was trying to play a joke against each other. They was trying to scare him, to spit out his water. And he spit out his water and he hit some people with it. Um, they actually removed him from the con. And I was like, wow. And I was like, yeah, y'all can play these games. But don't play it in front of a whole bunch of people because you don't know what you may end up starting. So that was interesting to see. It was funny, too. But at the same time, they could have went very awry. So um, just be aware that don't play a lot of silly games. That is, this is not your backyard. This is full of people who are here to have a good time. Also, body odor. Make sure y'all wear the, uh, deodorant. And like if y'all, yeah. 2017, there's, there's no... Get them uh, musty arms together. And if you need to, you can do this too. You can bring some some wipes, put it in your bag, and have some deodorant. And I always have wipes and, and another, another thing I deodorant in my bag because you never know. You just never know what's going on that day. And you know before and then there may be some parties afterwards. And you may not want to go back to your hotel room, um, but if that is the case, just be prepared for that. Or if you know there's going to be something going on, like it's going to be a meetup with black girl nerds or something like that happening, um, be like, okay, I know this is happening at 8. It's 3. I'm going to go back and, you know, freshen up. And then I'm coming back out around 6. You know, still see some stuff, but I'm fresh. <laughs> so when I'm, like, hugging people that I that I know on Twitter or whatever else, they, they're smelling this soft vanilla scent they're not see they're not smelling <laughs> the, the the everything i smell like since 6 30 that day <laughs> right you're not carrying all that odor yeah I, we smell some bad ass there's one thing i can't do and that's body odor mm-hmm. like it's okay if you can't just came from the gym but damn it if it is eight o'clock in the morning and you know damn well you ain't been nowhere near a gym and your arms are smelling like old potatoes yeah like and deodorant is not that much just use or, or soap and water come on now mm-hmm. and cause you know you're gonna be around a lot of people well, just come on now clean up clean up <laughs> it's not that hard also when y'all think you think about that think about when when you're also meeting um some of your famous stars um you know try to Keep it cool, because that can be exciting when you meet, you know, somebody that you've always admired. Keep it cool. You want to leave a good impression. Um, keep in mind there's other people in the line. As you were saying earlier, keep in mind there's other people in the line, so you don't want to be that person who's trying to tell your entire life story. You're just trying to be like, I'm so glad to meet you, blah, blah, let me move it along. Because you don't want to also, you don't want to bore them either, because, you know, they got to do right. this for like 16,000 other people coming around the corner. So just kind of keep it cute. Don't be a freak. Um, be cute about it. And also, make sure you know if you can take pictures beforehand. Like, don't be that person who's, like, trying to fight for a picture or chase people. One year, um, there were people chasing um, 
Oh, his name is slipping me now, but he's he's he was in Firefly and he's really cute. Um, and they were chasing him down the street. I'm like, will y'all not do that? Is it that deep? Or or the cast of True Blood, they were really trying to get um, Bill, the guy who played Bill. I was like, y'all. Was that Ian Somerhalder? No, no, no. This is um, that's Vampire Diaries. Um, oh, okay. True Blood was the the adult Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, which, by the way, you know, peace out to Vampire Diaries. They end their show this past Friday. The same day that Buffy began, they end their show. It was a great ending. That was my that's my guilty pleasure, Vampire Diaries. But if y'all want to get into it, it's a, it's a pretty good show. But anyway, if y'all do meet your, your stars, you know, keep it cute. Don't try to be, don't act special. Just keep it cute because you want to leave a good impression. You want, them, exactly. you want them to retweet your tweet about them. So, you know, just keep that cool and everything else. Keep that shit cute. Oh, and I also, like, if on, um, let's say the con is typically, cons are typically all weekdays mm-hmm. or weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, Sundays, I think, are the best days to go to buy merchandise. Yeah. Because a lot of uh, vendors, they don't want to take a lot of that shit with them. Mm-hmm. So they'll mark it down. They'll give you like one for three or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, buy two. The second, the third one is free. That type of stuff. They'll give you deals. And uh, if you are up on your haggling skills, <laughs> then, you know, you just get a lot of merch for decent. And that's a good point because... That is very true because they don't want to take all that stuff back. So you can keep your eye on something. Like if you see something like, okay, I see this. I'm going to keep coming back. And then you come back to them. You're like, you got that for $40. Can I get that for 30 You know, or can I get that for $25? Um, something like that to where you're getting that. But wait to the end to buy yourself. And that's what I do. I'm glad you mentioned that. I literally, besides the gem doll, because you never know if that sells out or not. But other stuff that I'm paying attention to, I will wait. And like, oh, I'm going to come back and get it then. So therefore, I have it all out of the way. Also, you kind of have your money together, too. So you can budget like, I'm going to do this that day. And again, back on that budget stuff, really think about what you're buying. So that's why sometimes it's good for you to wait until that end, that last day. Because you've already bought stuff for your food. You already paid for other things that probably would happen. That probably wouldn't happen. You've already paid for that hotel room because, you know, they slipped that the day you leave. That last day they slipped that bill under the door, so they already charged you. Right. So go ahead and, like, okay, so now I have I have $200 left, so now I can go and get this extra stuff. Exactly. And I always try to buy uh, merchandise from people that have actually made it. Like, uh, for instance, there was, I didn't buy anything from him, but I was intrigued. This this guy, he made a, he blew his own glass sculptures, mm-hmm. and they were really cool. Um, so, try to buy, for me, I, I try to buy pe- from people that actually made their stuff, especially artists, uh, because cause you know how hard they work as far as creating their product, and you know, it's, Anytime you're a creator or the creative person, you know, you're sensitive to your shit. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, too, always try to support, um, I'm going to say, go ahead and support people of color, artists, 
creators, especially the queer ones too, really, there's a lot of queer POCs out there who are doing some great art and stuff like that. Get them to draw something for you. Get them to, you know, pick up some things here or there. Just do that to support them because they're out here really busting it. And if you, you know, if you are really a, a true fan of of the geekness and the world we live in, you know, really support people of color, especially the queer people of color who are out there creating great things. They're either they're doing their own comics, they're doing their own art, they're doing their own, you know, pens, cards, whatever that they're doing. Support them. I mean, and how like and somebody can say, well, how do you know they're queer? And sometimes their art would tell you. <laughs> so pay attention <laughs> to what they're doing and then support them. And and if they're not queer, you know, still support people of color because it's not that many of us who are out there creating things. So please get out there and support them as well. Exactly. Uh, now, me being petty. So Saturday, so uh, they typically have like a VIP party. Um, for the people who bought like a three day pass, mm-hmm. so me and my partner we went up to the VIP party, and the DJ, eh, it was okay. They had a uh, a place where people can paint and do their uh, their drawings, which was a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Now the dancing, <laughs> child, the dancing was. I know some of us are not rhythm rhythmically inclined, <laughs> but my God, it was sad. It does. <laughs> I can't. I don't have to have the words to how sad this was. But they was getting the kids. The girls was giving their life on the dance floor, and I was like, you know what? Let me just grab a beer and just sit down and listen to this <laughs> DJ. Sometimes you have, to, you have to cheer them on because, you know, they, they get in their life at that moment. You're like, you know what? You just go ahead and go on. Do what right. You do. This is for you. This is your day. This is your day. Go <laughs> ahead. Go on. <laughs> just let it out. This, oh, right. Does San Diego, do they have like a certain, like a VIP type package? Um, Not really, but they do have a lot of after parties. So, for example, Black Girl Nerds hosted one with, um, I think, Nerds of Color, and that was really great. We went to that one. Um, there's a lot of... Um, queer events uh, my friend um, kind of leads those so he will like set up stuff because he lives in San Diego already so he already heads parties but he'll make up parties just for Comic Con so there's a lot of different parties that you can go to a lot of different type of events um, whether at the con or not but but you don't have to be like in a VIP maybe you could get invited by somebody who who's going to invite you or they could just announce it at certain groups so it's 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 sometimes very fluid and you can just go and have a good time if you know people that's also great because there may be like the nerdist may have something um where it's for them but you may know somebody to get in there so i would say please if y'all do meet some people and that's why it's very good to make good contacts and good impressions while you're at the con if you get to go to like a marvel party or whatever go and be gracious don't get out there and get drunk and show out Right. Don't nobody like them. Don't be messy. Don't be messy. Not be messy. Don't be messy out there because they will not invite you again and they will remember that. Um, for so you know, for those of us who are out here, you know, trying to get things going or what have you, if you get invited to events like that, because I've been invited to a few like of you know other VIP type of stuff, you go and you be very gracious and you and you just have a good time, but don't oh, don't don't overdo it. 
don't don't try to mm, if you're trying to sell something or pitch something figure out the best way to do it but don't don't be that person to where it's like who's this person at this party doing this the party right. is for you to have a good time not to try to sell your clothes or your t-shirts or your comics not at that point unless someone asks you like oh tell me about your comic but don't try to make a sale try to have a party say try to get some like contact information so you can yeah talk to them after you know mm-hmm. a couple of days after the party not during the party you mm-hmm. know uh that would be my recommendation yeah as far as uh networking that's true but don't be a mess <laughs> right nobody likes a messy mariah i know that's true that is true wow anything else we talk about some cons i mean they they're usually fun i try to have Try to have cute T-shirts. Nick has some cute T-shirts and hats that he has for his. And I always try to have my cute T-shirts, too. Like, I know already what my T-shirts would be. Um, for example, I have a new gem shirt I can fit in now. Um, that is that's basically the, 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 the premier poster of gem from the dolls. That or, you know, certain ones you have custom made because you have some custom made. Um, uh-huh. Make sure you have that ready to go because sometimes all you really need especially if you're going to comic con and you're going to be there for four or five days you need to have your and do remember y'all if you're wearing a brand new t-shirt you know brand new t-shirts have that weird smell to it <laughs> so make sure that you kind of i think you can wash it first some of them you have to wash first do that uh-huh. first because you don't want that smell to be with you all day do that or always have another t-shirt in your bag so you can wear your cute t-shirt you want to wear all day and then when it's like after four or five hours and you getting a little special there switch up in that bathroom into like a regular t-shirt exactly always look cute or just yeah. put that shit on mute <laughs> that's a good one so yeah i mean i mean cons are great and it's a great time but you just really need to be prepared for because if you are introvert that can be a lot for you you are extrovert it could be a lot for you but it, it's and, and all it's really fun it's just a lot of people a lot of stuff happening a lot of stimuli a lot of everything so just be prepared and just really have a good time like i always look forward to it it's a nice getaway um from the madness of real life sometimes right yeah i as much as sometimes i don't like being around a lot of people i do enjoy going to a con because everybody is there to enjoy themselves to geek out and you know we're all nerds so we're all kind of off in a certain way whether Mm -hmm. it be our awkwardness our shyness you know what have you you know that's where we all come together and not to sound hokey but be a family yeah that is true that is true well, I guess that's it. Well, you know, the cons. Um, be aware that cons are coming along, especially when the con is on its way at the end of the month. Um, we will be beginning in, at the end of the month, running into um, April. Then there's a, the big one, as you know, San Diego's coming up. There's Queers and Comics that's coming up in San Francisco. Um, there's a lot happening. Dragon Con uh-huh. and I want to say September in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York Comic Con and coming up well mm-hmm. in uh, the fall mm-hmm. so yeah con season is going to be coming upon us quickly 
save your coins. Don't cash that um, income tax check yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have some friends who actually, the, their income tax check is basically their con check. That's what they call it. It's like, this is my con check. This goes to whatever I want to do with the cons. Right. So, as always, y'all, follow us on Twitter. We're at Megashine Pod and Megashine. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud and Stitcher. Also, since we're affiliates, Universal Fan Con is going down April of 2018. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. Also, go to the website, universalfancon.com to get some information we've already announced some stars that are going to be there orlando jones so you know it's it's going to be a a, basically the blurred cookout (laughs) so grab the potato salad grab your ones and twos and you know let's make this happen Uh, we're uh go to our website uh com for some news and for you to peruse uh anything that i'm missing (laughs) No, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, thank y'all for sticking with us and listening to us and all that good stuff. We have more to come, and we are really excited that we have made it this far um, and just doing this. So thank y'all for still sticking in there with us. Yeah, our one-year anniversary is about to be coming up soon. It is. So, yeah, oh, my God. We'll almost be a year. It's going to be very soon. I think it's going to be in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so. Right, I- forgot about oh it. my god so we've been doing this for over a year or well about a year right so we, we have literally made it a year wow we'll have to do something special yeah all right so that's it from us um y'all take care stay clean don't do anything trashy and if you do don't tell anybody about it always wear deodorant yeah please bye y'all <laughs> <laughs>